When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. This is the match review. Newcastle lost again on Boxing Day, a 15th defeat. That is a Premier League record. Man City ran out 2-0 winners down at the Etihad. And it was a relatively simple game for City who really didn't have to do much to beat Newcastle. Um, at least the scoreline was only 2-0. Goals from Gundogan and Torres. And it could have been more but for Caldolo who made... Three or four fantastic saves, two in the first half from De Bruyne and one from Aguero late in the second half kept the scores down. So I guess that's the positive. That says more about the club's direction, I think. And um, when you when you are taking that as a positive, as we'll discuss with Lee Ryder in a moment, who was down in the pawn rain in Manchester to watch Steve Bruce's side, see how they responded from that defeat to Brentford in the League Cup. And interestingly, as we'll now hear from Lee, Steve Bruce wasn't too happy with the criticism that came his way after that League Cup exit. Lee, Newcastle lost the game 2-0. Maybe wasn't as bad as we thought it would be. The goal difference didn't take as bad as it didn't as we'd feared. But we're going to start with the press conference. You've just come out of speaking to Steve Bruce. Um, and, and Would you say it was quite a feisty one? I wouldn't say it was a feisty one, but um, certainly a few... A few um, short answers compared to normal. I think it's now apparent to me that the head coach and the backroom team believe that the criticism from particularly the local media after the Brentford game was, was too harsh in their eyes. So I think we've had a little bit of a reaction of that um, from the manager himself there. Um, but, you know, it was stated to the manager there that you know Newcastle won't be judged on losing to Man City or Liverpool or even a Man United or a Tottenham they'll be judged on you know the teams that they can be and they'll certainly be judged on Brentford uh, Brentford a weekend team in the quarterfinals of the cup when you know the one main trophy that Newcastle can win almost gets gets thrown a bit so really disappointing um, from that point of view I think it was stated straight after the game that against Brentford that Steve Bruce said he would accept criticism after that. Um, that's exactly what happened. There was much worse things said, of course, on social media by supporters. Um, so, yeah, that was, the, that was the press conference in a nutshell. He said in the press conference that they made a fist of it tonight. Would you agree with that statement? Not really. Um, I think it was basically just going through the motions the scoreline was obviously something they were trying to, to keep down which I totally understand um, you're playing Man City um, very expensively assembled but you know it was it was just basically parking on the bus and hoping for the best really so um, not that much of a game plan when Newcastle did go forward they did make the most of, of their opportunities I thought Jacob Murphy in the second half though was a lot lot better 
and he was the main threat. Um, but really, a lack of quality and confidence elsewhere on the pitch just means that this was a, a very... I don't think Man City really got out of second gear, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, it was it was disappointing, really, in, in some ways, but in other ways, completely expected. You mentioned that trying to keep the score down. We In the preview of this game, we spoke about how the, the goal difference might take a dint, and that would be a, obviously a big worry for Newcastle. But the fact we're taking it maybe as a positive, does that just go to show the direction of this club? Because surely, you know, Newcastle United fans, they don't want the only positive to be, well, you know, we only got to be 2 0 off Manchester City. Yeah, well, I, I did tweet that pretty much straight after the final whistle. So. I agree with you on that one. I am just basically, you know, it shouldn't be seen as a morale booster just because you haven't been hammered. You've still been beaten. Um, You know, there was still a good £100 million worth of talent on the pitch from Newcastle United as well. So you can't have this sort of weak mentality that, oh, we're playing Man City. Man City haven't been that good, by the way, this season. West Brom come here and got a point. So, you know, it was, you can't give them you can't be piling the praise on after a game like that. And let's be honest, if Man City had the shooting boots on, then it would have been much heavier as well. So I try to keep my analysis as balanced as possible. I always do. I always have. Um, and at the minute, I think Newcastle fans are being shortchanged because we're seeing Newcastle in the middle of the table, 12th place. They're only there because of other teams' results at the moment. They've been knocked out the cup. They've got a good chance of getting knocked out of the cup against Arsenal next week. Um, and they've got nothing to look forward to in 2021. So, you know, I make no I make no apology for, for, for criticism. Whatever way people look at it and whatever way people receive it, um, I make no apology for that because I do think Newcastle United fans deserve a lot, lot better. And he, he, the manager's just said there that the remit is now to keep Newcastle in the Premier League. Well, in July, it was to get in the top 10, which was also pointed out. So we seem to be going backwards. The narrative seems to have changed. And unfortunately, fans just aren't buying what Steve Bruce is saying at the minute. It's, 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 not, it's, not, um, it's not being accepted. And again, I mean, if fans were there tonight, they wouldn't have been impressed with what they saw. And again, it goes back to the point maybe that with fans not in the stadium, it's maybe a blessing, do you think, for... Uh, this Newcastle side and Steve Bruce? Well, I would say so. I don't think the fans would have been booing their own players tonight. I certainly don't believe that was would have been the case because the, there was there was a certain amount of effort there. I don't think the, the players um, are used to being booed by their own fans, but I think they would have potentially made their their annoyance about where which direction the club is heading in, which we've heard this before. Um, you know, a chance that we're not going to we're not going to win anything, and um, the attack, 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 chance that sort of thing. I think there would have certainly been frustration, but obviously, maybe I'm wrong because obviously the backroom team and the management um, disagree with that and feel that their criticism is unfair on them. Did you think tonight was the right response then from Brentford? Steve Bruce seems. Quite, I don't know if impressed is the right word, but he seems all right with how the players responded. How did you think they responded? Was it, you know, the right response to that performance uh, in the League Cup? Well, they couldn't be too, they couldn't get too much worse than Brentford, to be fair. 
Brentford was awful. They, um, they, they barely challenged. Tonight was a little bit better, I, I suppose. Um, you know, they at least had some intent going forward. As I said, Jacob Murphy did okay. Yedlin did okay in the second half, but you know there was no urgency at Brentford, and it's hard to it's hard to really talk about the two games together because one was against a weakened Championship team, which is what everyone's annoyed about, which is what sparked all the criticism, and. One is about Manchester City and, and the, the sort of millionaires that they play tonight. So, had they lost tonight in this manner, but got through in the cup, there wouldn't have been any issue about you know the fans kicking off because they'd be happy to be in a semi-final, um, and they would have tough opponents, of course, but they would at least have it to look forward to, and they could probably take a defeat like this one on the chin. My long staff into the team, into the middle of the park, first time this season. A hard game to come into, but he did all right um, overall. He did okay overall. I think he's waited for his chance a long time. On a bit of a hiding to nothing, really. You're knocking on the door for a chance to the manager, then you get chucked in against Manchester City in a star-studded midfield. Probably the same with Carroll. He's been asking for his chance. He got thrown on with 20 minutes left with the team. 2-0 down, there's not really much you can do um, as a player against you know one of the very best. But at least they've had their opportunity now and um, they can build on that. And just another word for Carl Darlow again. You know, he kept the scores down to 2-0. Um, even the couple of chances when Man City went through and they were eventually ruled offside, he kept them out as well. How many times are we going to say, you know, where would Newcastle be without Carl Darlow? Yeah, well, he's probably preserved the goal difference there tonight um, because, you know, the save from De Bruyne was very well read, very calm and collective. The save from Aguero on the line. Um, so there, there's a couple that just keeps it down to 2-0. Um, and there was, there was other moments as well where he was, was particularly impressive. I, I'm very surprised that he's not, you know, being called up for, for an England cap. Um, I know Wales have been knocking on his door trying to get him to play for them. But I, I personally think he's the best English goalkeeper in the Premier League this season um, because he's faced so much pressure and so many shots. And I think he, he deserves to be rewarded with a, at least a call-up to the squad um, later, later next year. And just finally then, obviously, Liverpool next on the horizon. Can you see positives from this game to take into, into that one? <sighs> Yeah, in some ways I can, but they're playing Liverpool, who are the best team in the world at the minute. So there's no there's no doubt about that. They've won the World World Club Championship. They've won the Champions League. They're the Premier League champions. They are serial winners. I think they'll be a, a tougher test than Man City. I, I mentioned there, Man City haven't been that that good this season. So I hope there's a similar sort of metal from, from Newcastle um, that they can display against Liverpool but by the same token you know they can't get complacent about themselves they have just lost 2-0 so I think they really need to, um, to to push on now And do we think Callum Wilson will be back into that starting lineup then because obviously we said he had a bit of a knock and we've got Ryan Fraser as well with a groin injury um, they'll be two big misses if they, they don't appear against Liverpool um, yeah, I think they've obviously got a few problems, a few niggles and knocks, but uh, hopefully 
hopefully the um, they can put a team out there worthy of you know at least putting up a fight against Liverpool. Fantastically. Well, we'll let you get off safe journey back to Tyneside. Thanks for joining us. Cheers. Thanks now. So there was Lee Ryder down in Manchester. What we'll do now is hear from Steve Bruce who held his press conference after the game and he was asked about positives that he took from that 90 minutes of football and here is what he had to say. Well, there's plenty of positives to take out in terms of the attitude and the application of the team which has been questioned over the last couple of weeks. Um, When I see people like Fab Shah who's trained twice in five weeks because of the problems we've had with illness and Fedi alongside him, then and show the resilience that they showed then you know we were beaten by a better team but the effort and the endeavour and the work rate and the attitude of the players was was there for everybody to see so there was Steve Bruce after the City game and you know, look when no one's doubting that these players have got a great attitude and they usually give the cause no matter what in Newcastle a lot of these players have been here since that championship season under the previous manager um and yes, it was in many ways an improved performance to what we saw against Brentford and, and they needed that, but they were still beaten. They still didn't really lay a glove on Man City. Jacob Murphy had the one effort which Edison was forced into making a decent save, but you know it wasn't really worrying the keeper. And it, there was just a sense of an inevitability about the result. And as we spoke with Lee, the positive was that the goal difference didn't take a dint. But isn't that a sign of the sad times of Newcastle? And maybe this goes to back to another point about the club that maybe in a way this isn't about Steve Bruce and the performances and the style of play, what have you. It, it is down to Mike Ashley and his ambition for this club. And, you know, it's something that's been going on for many, many years. Um, Rafa Benitez mentioned it in the article with the Athletic interview with George Colkin about what is Newcastle United to Mike Ashley. And I recommend you do read it. Um, those quotes very interesting from Benitez he says that Mike Ashley just doesn't care and I guess regardless of who is manager that is always going to be the issue is that if the as Steve Bruce has also mentioned that his remit is to keep Newcastle United in the Premier League if that is always the remit then Newcastle United fans are always going to be lacking that hope and desire to, to maybe even watch their side because what is the point of just tearing up expecting to get beat hoping you don't get beat by three or four Goals. I mean, no one's going to celebrate the fact he got beat 2-0. It's just going to look ahead to Liverpool and think, OK, can we do the same there? No one's going to be expecting to beat Jurgen Klopp's men. And it's all just a bit a bit depressing, isn't it? And we just want a bit of hope. We just want a bit of ambition. Um, and that's why I guess the takeover, sorry to mention that word, just caught people's imagination because it was a chance to maybe, you know, find that ambition that we saw, you know, in the early years of the Sir John Hall Rain. But there's another podcast for that, as is tonight, Newcastle beating 2-0 by Manchester City down at the Etihad. Thank you very much for listening and head over to chroniclelive.co.uk.